0: You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast. It's Saturday. You heard that right. It's a Saturday, January the 30th. And boy, oh boy, do we have some news today. I am the St. Louis Cardinals mega fan, Lucas Smith. And we have a a trade that is unofficial right now. But Nolan Arenado is being reported as now being a St. Louis Cardinal. It's a trade that has been in the works. It has been rumored for offseason after offseason. And Nolan Arenado is finally Coming to St. Louis. So much to break down. So many angles to talk about. Here's what's going to happen. Today, I'm giving you my initial thoughts. I'm recording this late Friday night, early Saturday morning. Monday, expect a crossover from Ryan Latica of Locked on Rockies and myself, and then we will go from there. But holy cow, did this front office pull off a blockbuster? They've acquired a top five. Some people say top three third baseman in the sport of baseball. And the reports of what the Cardinals are giving up makes it an absolute steal. Again, just being reported right now, Ken Rosenthal said names possibly going to the Rockies include Austin Gomber, Luke and Baker, John Torres, maybe even Jake Woodford or Angel Rodon. Oh, all that for Nolan Arenado. I get that Nolan Arenado, you know, Getting older, down twenty twenty, gotta worry about the home road splits, but oh my goodness. That is a steal. Just like the Goldschmidt deal is an absolute steal. At least at this point in time. Carson Kelly, Luke Weaver not panning out as well as Goldschmidt has panned out in St. Louis. Let's before we talk about any specifics, let's talk about the front office. Front office got a ton of hate this offseason. Not in the last 24 to 48 hours, but the last two to three months, I've gotten a lot of hate. I've been frustrated. I get it. I do think, and I've said this before, that this front office is overhated by Cardinals fans. But if they're able to pull this off and not give up any of their top five prospects, they're able to keep Carlson. They're able to keep Liebertor. They're able to keep Gorman. They're able to keep Montero, another third base prospect. Kisner. Bader, I know that he's not, they're not prospects, but still, they're to keep these key pieces. Oh my goodness. That is an incredible move. And I tweeted, tweeted this uh, yesterday. I don't know what the Rockies are doing, but I'm happy they're doing it. Because, oh my, to give up a cornerstone of your franchise for mid-level prospects at best, and Austin Gomber, who I like a lot, maybe at best a three in your rotation might be a two in Colorado's rotation but a three at best and if you want more insight on the Rocky situation I know Ryan Latica had an episode released today as well so head over there for insight on him but oh I mean like I said if the Cardinals are able to do this and not give up any of those big names that's a huge steal and again, none of this is official as of the recording of this. Who knows? Maybe more deals become of, more of this becomes official um, as we make our way through Saturday. And Bob Nightingale reporting that it might not become official until Monday. But I'm just I'm, I'm still in shock, as you can probably tell by my voice. But I mean, th- this front office that has gotten a lot of hate last, you know, like I said, th- this past off season, last 24 hours they've gotten praise, nothing but praise. Moselock, Gersh, all of them. From signing Adam Wainwright to now trading for Nolan Arenado. I still I, 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 I still can't believe it. I've seen you know jersey swaps of him in the Cardinal red, and it looks good. It's a complicated deal, though, because he's I mean he he's got a no-trade clause. He's got an opt-out. And, and here's all that I've gathered from different reports. And again, none of this is official, but between Bob Geit, Nightingale, Jeff Passon, John Heyman, Ken Rosenthal... It's pretty much guaranteed that Nolan Arenado is going to waive his no-trade clause. That was also reported by Derek Gold late last night. That Arenado has informed St. Louis that he is going to waive his no-trade clause. And that will give him an extra year, as John Heyman reported, of $15 million. Extra year at $15 million. And then... He's also going to get an additional opt out after 2022 and retain that no trade clause in according According to Ken Rosenthal, so there's two opt outs on the table right now, according to the reports. Because of the opt out and because of the 50 million dollars that I didn't even talk about yet, the 50 million dollars that the uh, the excuse me these um, that the Rockies are giving the Cardinals. The contract right now, according to Bob Nightingale, tweeted at 10:40 p.m. on Thursday or Friday night, is nine years, 275 million dollars. After getting his wish to being traded to St. Louis, and again, no trade rights, opt-outs after next year and the season after that. Maybe he opts out after that, or he agrees to opt out and signs an extension for a little bit cheaper money because that is a lot of money. But if, if there, there was also a piece. Uh, that Ken Rosendahl did, or uh, uh, an interview rather, on MLB Network, that that broke it down a little bit simpler. Because that contract that I just mentioned by by Bob Nightingale, that that is essentially now his entire contract um, that that he signed before 2019 season with that extra year. But basically, with the 50 million dollars that the Rockies are giving the Cardinals, or that are paying instead of the Cardinals. And, and with the extra year added on, um, after playing a couple of years in Colorado underneath that contract, St. Louis is basically getting Nolan Arenado on a six-year, about $150 million deal. Again, this that, that's according to Ken Rosenthal in an interview that he did on MLB Network, if the number that the Rockies are paying is indeed $50 million, which, again, is what he's reporting. Six years, $150 million for a 29-year-old Nolan Arenado sounds pretty good to me and again so many things can happen this is a really complicated trade this is super complex there's a bunch of issues going on it's it still has to go to the MLB players union for approval and has to go to the major league baseball um to major league baseball for approval as well so again this not expected to be finalized until monday but just to have the reports and have a bunch of certified MLB Reporters reporting about this is huge, and it, it's basically a done deal. Nolan Arenado is going to be playing third base for St. Louis in 2021. And that sentence right there is absolutely impeccable. It's remarkable that I get to say that. It's remarkable that the Cardinal fan base gets to experience that. After a mediocre 2020, after an awful ending of the season to the San Diego Padres, who made all these moves, improved left and right, The Cardinals finally make a blockbuster move in response to the team that knocked them out. And that blockbuster move is getting Nolan Arenado from the NL West, weakening an already weak division outside of the top two. And the Cardinals are strengthened in a division that is already pretty weak, one to five. So, again, this this trade is complex. A lot of moving parts here. We don't officially know the uh, return or the the package that is going towards Colorado. But, like I said, I'm not seeing Gorman. I'm not seeing Libertor. I'm not seeing Carlson. I'm happy. I mean, most of these guys aren't even top 50 prospects. None of the guys that I mentioned are in the top 100. It's not an Ivan Herrera. It's not Libertor, not Carlson, not Gorman guys that are in the top 100 in, in in most lists. So this this trade right now as it stands is an absolute win for St. Louis. I say it again, this trade is a win for St. Louis. There's very little to complain about on this trade. Minute things to, to complain about. Maybe you're paying too much. Maybe the down 2020 extended to 2021. Maybe he's not, you know, maybe he's a different hitter outside of Coors Field. Doesn't matter. Minute things to to complain about. You're just nitpicking. But the response that I've seen mostly from Cardinal fans has been complete and utter joy. And that is something that the Cardinal f- nation has not felt much this offseason. So after a quick break, we've talked about a lot already, I'm going to share your responses and just my thoughts on the lineup. Because there's a couple different ways to construct this and where the Cardinals might go moving forward. Take, I'm going to take my breath, reset, share your responses at the other side of this break. And I'm going to remind you before we go to break that Nolan Arenado is a St. Louis Cardinal. Once again, I remind you, Nolan Arenado is a St. Louis Cardinal. How absolutely incredible is that? So, a couple different responses that I want to share that just how happy the St. Louis Cardinals fan base is. Um, On Twitter first, at VDVSean says, This is a perfect trade for the Cardinals. You get help in the lineup. You didn't lose any major prospects or major league pieces. This is exactly what they needed to get back into a legit playoff team. Couldn't agree more, Sean. Could not agree more than I do. Because the Cardinals right now are instant favorites to win the National League Central Division. I know the Cubs signed Jock Peterson yesterday or Thursday, whenever that was. Cardinals got Nolan Arenado. What, what's the what, what's the move that the Reds, Brewers, Cubs, and I guess maybe the Pirates are going to make now? What's the response to Nolan Arenado? They are now, not only, are they might have been the favorites before. But they are now the favorites in the NL Central. And now this team is a legit threat in the postseason. Because you've got a very deep lineup that I'll talk about in a little bit. This lineup is now a threat. Um, At BP524, sent a meme of uh, the Home Alone kid. Uh, I think his name is Kevin. Just running up and down the hall screaming. Super happy, like I mentioned. And then also, whenever I broke the note, breaking news, Corey Roop at Coach CoachCore25 sent a picture of somebody in, uh, I, I should know this, it's a class, classic TV show, of um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air um, dancing. I think Carlson is his name, I don't know. And then Lockdown On sent a picture of George Costanza just kind of standing in awkward silence. So Cardinal fans are super happy about this. Other fans, not so much. Um, Other responses that I got on Instagram, I was going to share on Monday's show what names you might want to, what names you'd be willing to see in a Nolan Arenado trade, but now I don't got to share that because the trade has happened and none of those top prospects that you guys were willing to part with to get Arenado are are on the list. So that's great. So to Instagram now, at drew.morrow1 says, big steal and lockdown division champs now. Agree. Huge deal. The Cardinals are just thieves from the NL West. Lock down the division again. Anything can happen in baseball, but right now I'm feeling pretty high, just like 2019 after Goldschmidt, shiny ball, new shiny object. Lock it down. Division champs. Uh, J P Wheel underscore BSBL says how far? How how far does this push us into October? You know what? I understand the Dodgers are a powerhouse. I understand the NL East is going to be competitive. I understand that the Padres are legit contenders for the World Series. But this puts the Cardinals in the mix. Because before this trade, the Cardinals, like I mentioned, were, you know, they might have been a playoff team, but it would have been very difficult to see them beating any team in a five-game series in October, let alone a seven-game series in October if they were to make it past the division series. But this trade, and you know, this will lead into my next point in a little bit, lengthens the lineup, which I'll talk about in a little bit and I'll also answer another one of Jay's questions. But stl cards coverage says Mo's greatest trade ever. I mean, you you gotta think it's up there. Because you know, you look back into recent trade history, um, you know, trading for Marcelo Ozuna, Paul Goldschmidt, mostly like orchestrated, um, the, the trade back in 2011 for for call for a dotel for a Jackson. And those were more one year moves. Let's go win the 2011 world series championship. Jepchinski was also in that deal and they gave up Colby Rasmus. This deal has more than a one year feel to it. This deal. Yes, I understand the opt outs are there, but this deal definitely feels like Mo is trying to set up the Cardinals for a little bit more of a run at the world series trophy in 2021 and beyond right? Because Nolan Arnato, you wouldn't think he's going to fall off the table completely in two years. You'd think that even as he enters his low 30s, that he's still going to remain fairly productive. So th- this move is a little bit different than the World Series aiding moves that he made in 2011. Owen Dreyer says, I'm so happy right now. Again, Owen, agree. It's hard not to be happy as a Cardinal fan. I've seen so many Cardinal fan accounts on Instagram and Twitter, so many other Cardinal fans, so many people texting me just how happy they are that they made this move and how shocked they were. And some people even went so far as to admit an apology to John Moselock and company saying, never going to argue with you again, never going to do this again. And we all know that we're going to get mad at Moselock at some point in the future. It's the nature of this business. But this is an absolute win for Moselec and company. I can't say it enough. I can't say it any other way than that this move is a freaking win. This move is a win. Even if they have to give up, even, even if the, the reports come out and they have to give up one top prospect, maybe uh, maybe a Zach Thompson or a Ilaris Montero, third base prospect, maybe even Kisner goes, this is still an incredible move. One more note before I get to the last question. There, I was surprised to not see a Dexter Fowler, a Matt Carpenter, or a Miles Michaelis in this deal, because those are the three biggest contracts on the books right now for St. Louis. And you you would imagine that Colorado might want to, or that St. Louis rather would make Colorado eat one of those contracts, but maybe because of no trade clauses or you know the compromise there was Colorado forking over fifty million dollars. So I do, you know, I I understand it, but at first glance, it's like, whoa, the Cardinals aren't giving up any contracts, you know, but maybe be, because of that, that's probably like I said, why the fifty million dollars was given up. So to finish up this episode, getting a little long on a Saturday, but uh, J P Wheel underscore BSBL, sorry for saying that wrong, says, what do you project the lineups look like? Edmund one, Carlson two, Nolan three, Goldie four? Question mark. There's a couple different ways to go with this. Um, as the team stands right now. You probably throw Edmund in, number one. Maybe you experiment with Bader again. I like Carlson at the two slot. I honestly like what he gave. I might switch Nolan and Goldie um, just because, I I, I don't know, I, I feel like Goldie's more of a pure th- um, a pure three hitter than a pure four, and that, that that's just a feel thing more than anything else. You can't really go wrong with Goldie and Arenado, three, four. Um, but, but I mean, that, that that one through four right there. People can have their complaints about Edmund, and that's fine. I think Edmond. I don't think 2019 was as big as a fluke as others think. I don't think that's legit him. I don't think he's going to be a three fifty or three hundred hitter, or whatever he was. I think it could be a 280. Um But he, he, he doesn't strike out. At, at, you know, doesn't strike out a ton, per se. Um, so I, I'm okay with him at the leadoff spot. If Wong comes back, I think you throw Wong at the top of the lineup. But as it stands right now, I'd be really happy with Edmund Carlson, Gorman. Or <laughs> I saw Nolan and thought Gorman. Edmund Carlson, Arenado, Goldie, and again, I I probably just throw Goldie three and have Arenado protect Goldie. But either way, what what this does, and I tweeted this out a couple of days ago, what what the move does instantly is it, it lengthens this lineup because now you th- you know before this you think okay I'll attack Carlson, I'll let Goldschmidt beat me, but nobody else is gonna is gonna beat me. Or you think Goldschmidt is the one guy that I'm gonna let go and attack everybody else behind him because you had Paul DeYoung behind Goldschmidt. Maybe, but, you know, DeYoung has his inconsistencies. What this does, this puts a threat at both your three and four positions. A bona fide threat. A a, a stud, an all-star, perennial MVP candidate in in recent years. This move, like I've talked about, I've said a thousand times, this move makes this lineup a threat. This move makes this lineup formidable. It makes it more than a one-man wrecking crew. And beyond that, too, it takes pressure off of not only Goldschmidt, but it takes pressure off of Dylan Carlson, who's going to be his second year. Maybe feeling a ton of pressure, and he won't have to press as much because he's like, okay, I've got guys in this lineup that are going to produce, and I can just relax, get into my rhythm, get into my flow, and go. Not pressing, not over-trying, not trying to do too much, just doing what he can do. He's going to have some sophomore slumps. We all know that. But again, he can relax a little bit now, knowing that he's got a little bit more protection in that lineup. There are a ton more things to talk about, and I will be sure to talk about them over the coming weeks. What this means in the NL Central. How the Cardinals stack up now, lineup by lineup, position by position. What this means beyond 2021. What this means for guys like Matt Carpenter. Because there's no way you're telling me the Cardinals trade for Arenado and then start Matt Carpenter at at third base. There Maybe Carpenter goes back to second base. Maybe he takes a seat. Who knows? Again, I'm not going to talk about all that today because that would be a long podcast, but this move really brightens up the outlook for 2021. We've still got the COVID cloud over it. What's going to happen? Shortened season again. Expanded pl- We've got a, so many different things to answer, but right now, late January, we can just be happy. Cardinals made a move for one of the best third basemen the sport has to offer in 2021, Nolan Arenado. And I am going to say, stay safe, stay all, have a fantastic day. I just did. But I'm going to leave you with one more reminder. Nolan Arenado is a St. Louis Cardinal.